Welcome to the Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm Ritz P. We're girls and we nerd out. You can find us at www.thenerdout.com. You can tweet with us at The Nerd Out. Find us on Facebook, The Nerd Out, shockingly enough. And you can also email us, thenerdout at gmail.com. We are here with episode six of The Nerd Out. Yes! Every six. time we get to the next episode, I'm like, holy shit, we made it. <laughs> um, and right now we're recording in kind of heat wavy Los Angeles. It's like summer finally decided to show up, which I like. I'm a big fan of the heat. I'm not. Um, you're not? No, not at all. Really? If I can be comfortable in the AC or if I'm on a beach under a palm tree or something, totally all about hot weather. But other than that, not a fan. Not a fan. Interesting. Fan. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> um, so we'd be remiss, really, if we didn't lead off with some really big nerd news that happened in the past week, which is Steve Jobs stepping down. Stepping down, kids. Uh Health-wise, right? Um, yeah. I mean, that sad. must be, like, I haven't paid super close attention because I kind of feel like when somebody's going through, like, being incredibly freaking sick, that it's almost like it's kind of none of my business. Like, I'm really sad for them, but I'm not following it and looking, you know, trying to find pictures of them looking like they're at death's door. <laughs> but I think that he must be pretty sick. Yeah, if he's, like, stepping down and everything. And, um, like, as soon as... Uh, where was I at? As soon as like I hit internet, I just hear, you know, plus it was at when I was at BuzzNet. So I'm sitting by the program and stuff. I hear, you know, Steve, Todd, did you see? Did you see? And what does this mean? And I think a lot of people are asking that. And I don't know. I just think we'll have to see. Yeah, it does. It does make me sad. I mean, you know, love him or hate him. I think that there are only, there's probably, you know, Bill Gates is maybe only the, the sort of bigger nerd yeah. in the computer world, like, at least when it comes to name recognition. Yeah. So it's definitely, you know, first world problems, dude. Like, somebody <laughs> steps down from a major computer company and we're like, oh my god, it's news. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know, man's kind of a genius. A lot smarter than I am. Totally changed my world. I'm all macked out and I don't know what I'd do without it, so... I know. I drank the Kool-Aid, too. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> and then there was also, um, and I kind of found out about this too late to go because I would have gone. Um, the, the the little Demi LA version of Comic-Con, which is um, in Los Angeles. What is it? It's like comic, comic book convention. What's the exact name? Uh, let me look here. I forgot what the name is. And... It's like comic book, sci-fi, something, and and it's like, it is like a straight comic book convention, like what Comic-Con used to be before the movie studios and, you know, the sort of, I guess, the more mainstream nerds <laughs> co-opted it and <laughs> took it over for their Magic the Gathering. Yeah, it's um, just called the Comic Book and Science Fiction Convention. Yeah. Super nerdy and super simple. And I love that. I love that, like, once upon a time, that's what Comic-Con in San Diego was. And back when I was growing up in San Diego and my comic book nerd friends would go, like, that's what it was. It was comics. <laughs> and I know I didn't know anything about it because I'm not into comics uh, really that much. And I found out about it because Mr. D, the mayor of Hollywood. The mayor. Was, <laughs> he was like, oh, I went to this. And I was like, what? And uh, he's like, yeah, and I got a photograph of, um, what's her name? 
diner girl. And I was like, what? I don't even know what that is. So you're real nerdy. So I was like, please tell me that you took a picture. So he's like, nah, that was like 35 bucks. But I got an autographed picture. So I'll have that to show you guys. But I just think it's so cute because Mr. D is like the best and biggest kid and nerd around. Totally. He's the biggest kid around. <laughs> well, and I love too that this is the kind of convention. I totally made a note on my calendar to check it out next year. That this is the convention where like the sort of, and I mean this in, in I mean this with love, like the washed up has-beens of like sci-fi TV and movies and what have you like show up and get 35 bucks to have your picture taken with them. Someone you never heard of. Is this like the, the last place that you can go to like once com once no one comes to your table at comic-con anymore because it's so like <laughs> big studio time like this is like your last sanctuary where you are recognized to the day you die there's going to be a line of at least a couple of people i think so and i think too that we shouldn't discount that like there's a lot of there's a lot of events like this around the country so, like, that's got to be, that's like a second life or third life or God knows how many lives for your career. If you were on a nerdy TV show, like, this is what you do. Wow, that's crazy. You know, I'd, I'd be interested in going to something like this in the little other offshoots because that's the real deal, right? That's like grassroots or long time in the scene of nerddom. Yeah, like from an anthropological standpoint, yes. like you could do some serious nerd watching at uh, an event like this. I'm down. I'm down. Next let's, year, let's, yeah, let's let's go. We're to there, this. and then we, you and I, already talked about going to the Renaissance Fair, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> Hello, we're, my lord. Your grace. So doing. Have you ever been to the Ren Fair? No, I, that's why I've always wanted to go. Yes, me too. I've always wanted to go. <laughs> And, like, I can never, like, you know, I ask my friends, hey, who wants to go to the Ren Fair? And they're all, um, okay, big nerd. <laughs> I'm like, no, I just, I got to check it out. I don't None of my up. friends ever. I know that they wouldn't. So I wouldn't even ask. So the fact that you want to go to, I'm <laughs> all about it. But I'm not going to dress up, though. That's one thing I will not do. No, I generally, I generally draw my line at costumes. Although, um, nice segue. This reminds me of, like, I... I love nerds. The people who dress up in costumes and outfits and do like the cosplay thing or even something that's just more in homage to whatever, I don't know, hero they love. To me, it's a special kind of nerddom that usually freaks me out a little bit because I'm like, oh my God, how can you leave? Like, I get nervous for myself. Like, I just imagine myself in their shoes and I'm like, oh my God, how could you leave the house? Everyone will be looking at you. Everyone will be staring at you. And it kind of like... You know, I almost want to, it brings almost tears to my eyes because I feel so sorry for them and their nerddom. But then that's also, it's also very rude because you know what? They're, they're totally enjoying their nerddom as it is. And they're living out loud. They don't give a fuck. No, they don't give a fuck. And if they don't give a fuck, why the fuck do I give a fuck? But what I was thinking is that next year you and I should dress up for a day at Comic-Con as, um, <laughs> as... Um, we should do like a sort of silent Bob kind of situation <laughs> in, in, in respect for our like, man, Kevin okay. Smith. I'm down. I'm down. Let's pay respect. I'll be, our, I'll be yeah. Jay. You can be silent Bob. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't that be awesome? I think we should do that. <laughs> we should. Okay. I'm down for one day. Maybe like one, one of the. Maybe an afternoon. Maybe Sunday. <laughs> So you don't get teased mercilessly about it for the rest of the weekend? 
like a quiet family day sunday of (laughs) comic-con no man preview night (laughs) (laughs) well preview night might be actually okay because it's only like you know a couple hours instead of like a whole day but yeah i'm down i'll be an experiment i'm totally down (laughs) that was my thinking like dress up as something really random and just kind of rock it um so i earlier today i totally snuck out of my office and i went and i saw a movie and that had mixed reviews but i was like you know i gotta see it just because it's everything that i like and that would be fright night how was it you know it was better than i thought it would be it wasn't great and there were two things that there are two takeaways that i have one is that colin farrell went through a douchebag phase like really douchebaggy phase which kind of ruined him for me but regardless he is a hot piece of ass he really is like when he's on the screen i'm all i missed you you're hot does he have an accent and does he have his normal accent in this movie or no no he had it's american accent but there and there's something sort of like a little slimy and very dangerous about him and he is not a friendly falling in love, sparkling kind of vampire. He is a, like, I'm going to rip your face off and, like, convert you into my undead legion kind of vampire. But there's something, like, just slimy and kind of hot about him. So that was one thing. Okay. The other thing is that I'm, I've, re, I, I've almost come full circle with 3D movies, which I am not a very big fan of for the most part. Uh-huh. I can't think of a movie that I saw that was really improved by seeing it in 3D. But now, when you see movies that are released 3D and regular, you have these sort of quote-unquote 3D money shots, when it's like, you know, somebody flings something at the camera, and it's so dumb. And when you see it in 2D, you're like, oh, lame. And like, you're almost, it's almost so lame and so pervasive that you're like, I might as well just see this in 3D. (laughs) So I am less annoyed by the obvious nods to 3D that are in here. Like, rip somebody's face off, but then, like, don't fling the face directly at the camera. I I don't know. It's like, I've noticed it with a lot of the movies that I see, because I I see some of the, I saw a bunch of, most of, in fact, the big summer action movies in 2D. And I'm like, dude, lame. But now I feel like they're wearing me down. They want me to go see it in 3D so bad, they're just going to annoy me until that's what I have to do. They could spend more money to see it in 3D. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, Arclight, the difference in price is like $6, but still kind of lame. But I thought it was, I thought it was a really cute movie. Um, it was, it was cute. It was big. It was fun. There was death and destruction. Like, you know, I would give it a, I would give it a B, B minus. So for my stand, like my rating system, I asked people full price, matinee or wait till DVD. Matinee. Okay. Matinee slash DVD. Or instant or or alternative. Yeah. Alternative. (laughs) Quote, unquote. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the other movie that I wanted to give a shout out to, because I I wondered if this would ever happen. I dreamed that this would happen someday. And that is, I was having a work conversation with somebody, and they went back and they said, are you by any chance Lisa Jenkins from the Nerd Out podcast? Shut up. And I was like, okay, exactly three people on the face of the planet have listened to the Nerd Out podcast and you listening. You're number three. Ritzy and I are one and two. <laughs> um, and he was like, yeah, I've totally listened to it. It's awesome. Shut so, up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I wanted to give uh, Kelly Olson a shout out. Yay. He's, 
Yay, Kelly. He's Kelly, on, a dude. He's Kelly, a dude. Nice. He is working on a documentary about Marty and Elaine um, from Shut the up. Dresden Room, which anybody in Los Angeles of a certain age knows about. Yes. And he's working on a documentary about them. And I was like, holy shit, I can't wait to see that one. Yeah, so, that would be awesome. Yeah, you can they, find it are on they Facebook. still at the Dresden? What's that? Are they still at the Dresden? Do they still yeah, do their thing? Yeah, they're still at the Dresden. Shit, man. They I have know. more energy than fucking, I don't know what. I can't believe it. I haven't seen them in like maybe 10 years. And they're still going. And they're the best. Yeah, I haven't seen them in at least 10 years. Wow. Well, no, pro- probably about 10 but I was like, oh, my goodness, not only is it a fan and somebody that I sort of nominally work with, but somebody who's working on a kick-ass documentary. Dude. So big Props. ups to Kelly. Props to Kelly. A dude. A dude. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> and then the other thing that I've been super excited about lately, and this happens to me every year right around this time of the year, is I start to see billboards and, like, bus stand posters and stuff that are advertising the new fall schedule. And it's always the one thing that mitigates me being super bummed out that summer is coming to an end. <laughs> I'm like, summer's, summer, summer's ending. I gotta buy my new clothes are <laughs> <up."> school. <laughs> yeah. So I've been super excited seeing stuff start to come up for the fall schedule, starting to see ads um, on Facebook for Fringe things like that. And so I just wanted to say the only thing that's good about summer ending is that I start to see ads and have this excitement for the fall schedule that will not nearly pan out the way that I want it to. And I'll be like, Oh, so excited to see that. Too bad. It sucks. But I've heard from my friends in TV that it's kind of a weak fall. And it, it surely does seem like it. Like there's nothing that I'm so excited about. And I wanted to ask you how you felt. I like lately, there's not too many, there aren't too many shows that come out first season that I want to invest anymore because you never know what's going to make it to, so true. to another season. So lately it's been like, unless it's something amazing that you've heard nothing but beforehand, good reviews, amazing reviews or whatever, then you might invest. But other than that, I kind of wait for at least two seasons. And then if now with instant watching and all that shit, I can, you know, watch it that way and not have to wait a week to see the next episode. Um, but that's why I was wondering if there's anything coming up that you've seen that you're like totally excited about brand new that you're going to start watching from day well, one. It's so true what you say. Like I have definitely gotten into the mind frame of there's a couple of triggers for me that I'll watch the first season but if it doesn't have those, like, you know, is Ron Moore doing it, a la Caprica, Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> is, you know, somebody that I really love in it, like Sarah Michelle Gellar, got to give The Ringer a chance because I do love me some Buffy. <laughs> but apart from that, I'm like, I'm just going to wait and see if you guys actually finish your season because I don't want to get invested in it and then no. be like, oh, and credits. Yeah, exactly. And then be like, okay, I, I was robbed. And yeah, I just wasted all that time because I also for me, I think also it's just because I'm extra busy. It seems like I'm busier and busier. And if I'm going to invest time, I want to know that there's, you know, there's a, a season or two. You know what I mean? Something something to keep looking forward to. So we'll see. Yeah. The only thing the only thing that I'm that's brand brand new that I know about that I'm looking forward to is The Ringer, which is uh, the Sarah Michelle Gellar 
Um, she plays like two twins. It seems very soap opera-y. And from what I've heard from my friends in TV world, because I'm friends with a bunch of TV critics, they're all not good. Move uh, on. So it's, from- it's not going to be her comeback then, huh? I don't know. I mean, I, I will still watch it and I'll still be excited because I do like her on screen. The only other thing that I keep hearing about, and I, it's another one of those, should I be watching this, is Warehouse 13. Have you heard about this? No, I have not. Tell it's me on, more. It's on sci-fi, which, I mean, okay, Battlestar Galactica was on <laughs> sci-fi, but so was, like, Hippo, shark, octopus. Like, you know, they have the world's lamest movies. And I'm like, ugh, sci-fi really goes either way. Like, something that's really good or something that's just, like, such dreck. But Warehouse 13, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, it's so good. I can't believe you're not watching it. And I think it might have just started up again or else it's just reached kind of critical mass where enough of my friends are talking about it. So that's one that has, it's not its first season. So I'm like, okay, I'll go back and start watching it from the beginning and see. Nice. What about you? Um, no, there's, there's nothing. And the only reason why I kind of was reminded about all these different things is um, because, you know, kind of freelance work I'm doing right now. We're um, doing take, takeovers on blogs. So it's all the new fall lineup. And I'm not really into, but I think it's, Along the lines of our nerddom, um, Terra Fox, the one that Steven Spielberg is producing, that's kind of like with the dinosaurs and shit like that. I don't know. I saw the trailer, not too excited. Um, and that's about it. I mean, I don't. I've seen a lot of ads. Yeah, it's a lot of hype and a lot of ads for it. Um, but there's nothing else that's, that's tickling my fancy that I'm excited to check out new anyways so we'll see how it pans out yeah and by the way breaking news i just got an im from a friend of mine who says leslie who is the answer bitch for oh, e online yeah, yeah. she's like i'm going outside to see the space station for it will be passing overhead in a few minutes <laughs> so hey oh my god maybe i'll i wish i could carry my computer and my microphone and everything outside <laughs> we might and have sit to out there but it's called living in LA. I won't see shit anyway. I know. So there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think probably in the next couple of weeks we'll have some interesting TV stuff, especially as it starts back up again. Like I'm so excited for Fringe. I'm so excited for a couple other things. And I'm so excited to um, content myself with my shitty new Netflix subscription, <laughs> which is one DVD out at a time and unlimited streaming. Fuck you, you have, very much. And have you <laughs> fuck you very much. And have you had a chance to see um Misfits yet? No. No. Um, but it is I need to double check and see if maybe I can stream it on Netflix. Maybe I'll even do that while we're talking. Because awesome. that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Um Are you still enjoying it? Is it oh, yeah. I just you saw, dreamed of? I just saw episode six of season two it just got released on Hulu and uh love it. Okay. Still there. Still still in. So Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um the and then the other thing that I've been I'm sort of coming off of a tail end of excitement about is The Hunger Games, which I don't think you've read. No. And it's going to be like a big sort of twilight size movie next year and I just made everyone in my book club read it cuz for the summer we read something sort of fluffy. 
So we did that. It was really great. I What I loved was sharing it with friends of mine who are not big. Like, it was cute because they were like, oh, I don't normally read sci-fi. I was like, this is not sci-fi, my friends. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to shit on their parade unless they're listening, which they don't. So <laughs> they were like, I don't normally read sci-fi, but this was really good. I was really into it. And they all loved it. And then I, they're starting, I think, at the MTV VMA Awards. They had, like, a super quick sneak preview. So I'm just ready for the next, like, eight months to turn into crazy Hunger Games hype. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> so um, another thing, we, we had talked last week about the zombie apocalypse. And we were inundated with a flood of comments and suggestions from people talking about what they wanted to hear about the zombie apocalypse. Um, and by that flood, I really mean it was Ritzy and I talking <laughs> more about it because we didn't hear from any of I was like, really? I don't it's easy. <laughs> it's like, if you listen this far and you haven't talked to us about the zombie apocalypse, fuck you. <laughs> Just kidding. No, really. Write us about the zombie apocalypse. I know. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. But so you're going to go shooting. I went. I you went. did? Yeah. I'm... <laughs> I did. Um, uh, Miosito is codenamed from my boyfriend, uh, which means little bear in Spanish. Uh, took me on a date day activity, and we went to the LAX shooting range. First timers. We got uh, training beforehand. And then we, uh, you know, got to go to the range and shoot. Um, turns out, kids, I'm a natural. <laughs> I believe that. I'm actually really good first time out. But I know it's because of the training. But, you know, I figured it got me all excited. And I was like, man, I need to start coming on a regular basis. I got my card now. And we're going to get more training. And the reason why, you know, bringing it up is because I need to get ready for the zombie apocalypse. Because once yeah. you know how to, once you love and respect your weapon, um, you could take those skills and apply it to, the, you know, the many weapons that it's going to take to defend yourselves against the zombies that are coming to attack you and eat your brains. That's pretty funny. Well, I will go with you sometime because I am also not a bad shot. Awesome. And I, I enjoy me some guns. Me too. What is it? It's... You know, guns are sort of the great equalizer, like, regardless of gender, you're sort of like, I have a gun in my hand and I'm just as good as you. Yeah, true. And also, if you had a date where you went to the gun range and then you ate sushi and then you had, like, hot sex, that's, like... That's, like, the, the best date That's, like, ever. the best date of all time. <laughs> so, yeah. Fist pump. Fist bump to you right now. <laughs> What did you, what do you what did you shoot? Do you remember? Uh, Twenty two. Okay, just, nice. Just start off, you know, and then um, they say we, you know, come. Oh, and, and just a little, you know, they didn't ask me to, but I just want to give them a, a little. I'm the vi I'm known as the viceroy of value here. So if you go to the LAX shooting range website, sign up for the newsletter, you automatically get fifty percent off your next gun rental, kids. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, it's. It's my birthday um, in a week, and nice. I have been thinking that I might buy myself a gun for my birthday. Do it. What are you What are you thinking about getting? Well, and it's a toss up between a gun for um, like reality 
I hate to break it down like this. It's a gun for reality, which is close personal defense, and uh-huh. a gun for the zombie apocalypse. Uh-huh. The gun for reality is possibly a thirty-eight special, nice, like a little snub-nosed revolver, which um, I've never actually shot, but the next time I go shooting, that's what I want. That's nice. Or like I like um, I, I'm not. I kind of go back and forth in my mind between is an automatic or a revolver better for the zombie apocalypse. Mm. I love, like, I love shooting revolvers. That's my favorite. But I kind of wonder if maybe, like, uh, maybe you should go for something that's a little, like, faster clip change. Yeah. Because time is of of the essence, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yes. Time is of the essence when somebody wants to eat your brains. Yeah. And speaking of brains. Yes. uh, I've been hearing about uh, this brain eating parasite yes the brain eating amoeba yes and it freaked me out and when they're like oh yeah go check out the you know cdc site and uh i was like holy fucking shit um so it's do you know how to pronounce it i don't know how to pronounce it i probably don't take a Um, shot at it 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 doesn't care It does. It won't get offended because it'll no. just eat my brains. It doesn't matter. Yeah. All it wants is my brains, anyways. But uh, it goes. It's it's through the um. It's in uh, fresh water, warm fresh water areas like lakes, rivers, and hot springs and soil. And they don't know why and how it knows where to go, but it goes up through your nose, kids, and it goes to your brain and starts eating that shit. And once it's in there, you got about two weeks and you're dead. Do you turn into a crazed, undead, hungry for brains? <laughs> I don't know. They haven't shown you pictures. Because it, it would... happened to kids, and like, not to make light of that or yeah, anything, exactly. but child zombies are pretty fucked up. Yeah. But it's so crazy. In three Usually it's been like three a year, and already the, the quota has been reached this summer. Three <laughs> people have died already. Isn't Maybe our crazy? quota, the zombie quota, is hurting. They're like, you know, more... like This is like, yeah. Um... So yeah, it just kind of really freaked me out and I'm going to go shooting and we need to have these episodes so I can plan my, my fucking exit strategy, survival strategy. I'm actually going, I'm actually going shooting with uh, some friends, some fellow House of Losers next month in San Diego. Oh, shut up. Awesome. Yeah. With uh, a couple Marines and some ladies and we're going to go out and take some, take some targets down. Nice. Yeah. Have you done that? Uh, ta- we did the tactical one, the one where it's like someone's holding a gun, and then they have that area. No. Mind. Yeah, that's how I was like, oh, I'm pretty good, because I was like, yeah, I gotta disarm this bitch. Shoot her, shoot her in the hand that she's holding her gun. Boom, got her. Oh my god, that's really fun. I so, totally want to go do that. I'm gonna yeah. sign up for that newsletter. Yeah, do it, and we'll go together. And I, yeah. I have it when when I next time I see you, I'll show you the. I signed it and I dated it and shit. I was excited. Oh, yeah. Did you bring your Target home? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I have my Target. It's still on the inside of my front door. <laughs> it should be on the outside. outside so it's exactly. like, look, bitches, this is what you don't want to face when you come in. That's so funny because we were talking about framing mine and putting <laughs> it in the wall that right when you open the front door, that's the first thing you see. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's what you do. That's what you do. And they have targets that look like zombies in addition Shut to like up. Osama bin Laden or, you know, swarthy individuals. Oh, they don't have them at my, at the LAX. I oh, should, really? They I should ask them. Down. 
Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, downtown's pretty fun shooting, too. I've never been. Oh, I definitely want to try out the different ones in the area. So we should we should do we that. We should do that. That'd be a good field trip. Yeah, take some video. Maybe, maybe we can go and interview the hapless people working there about the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. What are your theories? And then they break <laughs> out their shit, too. They're like, how about this? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing I saw that you wanted to talk about was... Um, the CDC zombie blog. Yeah. Sket sent it to me. He's like, it's real, but it's a, you know, it's your survival kit, but they're talking about, you know, how they would handle it and what you need, whether it's a zombie apocalypse or a pandemic of another sort, you know? Um, I I thought that was the most genius way for them to kind of get the whole emergency preparedness in front of, you know, normal everyday people who fear the zombie apocalypse. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, more they fear the zombie apocalypse more than they fear something that they have no idea what the fuck, how to pronounce it, what it does. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. this Bird is flu. like, it, it could be anything from a zombie apocalypse to this. So just be prepared for both, for all. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. We're totally going to put a link to that on the website. And I think that for future reference, another thing that we should talk about is our um, emergency preparedness kits. Yes, because I do not I have one am, yet. I am unprepared. I am totally unprepared. And my uh, Jen E.O. and I have been talking for about the past two years. They were both going to go in on uh, someone's uh, Costco card and getting the backpacks, the, the you know survival backpacks that have really? everything you like- need. You can buy them fully equipped. Fully equipped. They have backpacks for one person survival for a couple of days, and they have backpacks for, like, two people. Dude, I should just get that. Yeah, it's like 40 – well, at the time, it was like 40 bucks, but you don't have to look for everything, and it all comes in a backpack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's, let's, fr- let's make that a point to get that in the next month. We should, and and then we can discuss it as well. Yeah. A, a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine have taken it very seriously, their earthquake preparedness, and they have kits that have, like, they're like flares, and we jokingly refer to them as their um, apocalypse glow sticks. <laughs> so we're like, are you just going to, like, rave on? What are you going to do with this? All right, so I guess that wraps it up, but before we go, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Possibly two other listeners that we know of. Okay, there's four. Four. So four total. Oh, wait. Kelly, the dude. Oh, five. 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 Thank you very much. Um, Ingrid Gunn and her husband, Richard, who happens to be uh, our boss, T.I. and I's boss from House of Blues from where we met. And she, for me, was one of the best bosses I've ever had. So thank you so much, Ingrid, for listening. Hola to you and Richard. Me too. Ingy and Homer in the house. (laughs) All right. That's it for us, kids. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you're not listening to us on iTunes, you could be. You could. So check us out. We're also there. And write us a review. Why don't you? Yeah, write us a review. Send us an email. Comment. Tweet us. We got nothing better to do except sit around and wait for you guys. All right. Bye, nerds. Later. Later.